0: Recording and
1: progress. Yes, Got it. yes. <laughs> Woody saw my Woody! Yes, Woody. Stop watching my Woody, Woody! What? Hello, everybody. My name is ASDF Batman, and now you are being welcome to ASDF Batman's Working Title Podcast. All right. Today I have in the studio, not an actual studio, but a Zoom studio, BC reviews. Uh, what's your full name? What what would you say your full name was? The
0: I I I think I just go by the BC right now. That's it. Let's
1: just go with the BC, one of the best film reviewers I've ever seen, one of my favorite people on earth right now. And just a great guy in in general. He's a decent guy. He's a he's a he's a he's a guy, guys. Let's go. BC, what do you have to say besides the introduction?
0: Um God damn it. That's all I have to say is fucking god damn it.
1: There you, <laughs> go. There you go. There you go. There you go, dude. There you go. All right. Uh, this is our very first guest episode. I'm really glad to have the VC on here. Today, we're going to talk about Never, Rarely, Sometimes, Always. His and I don't know if it's your favorite film of 2020.
0: Oh, yeah. It is my favorite film of
1: 2020. It is our film of it was our favorite film of 2020. I I had watched it. Had watched it like early. I wish I got to see it at a at a festival or something, but but anyway, uh, it was a amazing film, absolutely amazing. It was released in 2020 with the plot synopsis being pulled up as I speak. BC, distracting real quick.
0: Um, abortion is okay.
1: Absolutely all right, absolutely all right. The synopsis goes as this. Faced with, an un- faced with an unintended pregnancy and lack of local support, Autumn and her cousin Skyler travel across state lines to New York City on a fraught journey of friendship, bravery, and compassion. And let me tell you, that is, a, that is an amazing description. Yeah. It keeps mm-hmm. it absolutely as vague as possible because it's a, it, it is a film that, that definitely requires you to go in as blind as possible, in my opinion, I think you should do that with every film. But yeah, I I absolutely I absolutely adored. I heard about it when um, when it started raving when it got rave reviews at the um, at the festivals when they did the festival run, and then eventually it got it got to theaters near me, which was very surprising considering I'm in Tennessee. I was very surprised. Um, got to got to watch it. Absolutely, was I was. Swept up in it, I, I may not, I may or may not have cried, and um, uh, yeah, it's just one of those really emotionally affecting films. Just, just absolutely, I cannot believe this is a directorial debut. I couldn't believe that.
0: It's, it's crazy. Who, um, I'm blanking on the name. Who directed it?
1: I believe Sid. Nope, that's that's the actor. That's the actress, Sydney Flanagan. Flanagan. Yep. Um, yeah. Um, we're sorry. We're very um unprofessional. Yeah,
0: unprofessional.
1: We yeah. are so sorry. Um, hold on. Whatever. I, I remember. I remember. I used. I used to. I used to try to commit her her name to memory. Oh my goodness. I feel so awful right now.
0: I remember so many names, and then sometimes one or two just fall down the cracks. You know.
1: Yep. Eliza Hitman
0: yeah yeah now yeah I, I remember reading her name multiple times trying to remember it
1: and it turns out this is not her first film um her first film was it felt like love which uh cannot believe i forgot about till just now have you it's, seen it yes i have seen it yes
0: oh, okay wow asdf such a fucking bad memory bro fuck you
1: <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen seven thousand films you think i can name them off by memory
0: Try, bitch.
1: Fuck you. (laughs) But yeah, um, it felt like love was, um, was, um, it's, um, I'll give you this. It's just this. I'll just give you this sentence: a gauzy summer in South Brooklyn. That is all I'm gonna say. Oh shit! (laughs) It is. It's genuinely really great, really awesome. Mm. I I still need to watch um, Beach Rats, another uh, the the second film in her um in her filmography, and never, rarely, sometimes, always is a film that. Is, is her latest film to, to date and yeah yeah
0: go on um i'm just gonna say you saw it in theaters i hadn't heard about it until probably the day before i watched it because i watched it basically at the tail end of 2020 where i was like what movies have i not watched in 2020 that i really want to watch just right now and i saw that one and i was like holy shit i want to watch this right and um I ended up watching it on my phone. (laughs) You watch it in theater. I watch it on my phone. And um, honestly, and I'm sure you had a great theatrical experience, but something about, huh?
1: There was no one there. So yeah. Yeah,
0: I'm sure that would have been amazing. But I'm just saying like, sitting in my bed with completely home alone, no one around just having my phone right in front of me with my earbuds in, it was such an intimate experience with the film. I'm sure you also felt that intimate experience in the theater, but I don't know something about just being, having my phone right next, right close up to my eyes and having the earbuds in and just, cause it's, it's like a documentary in a way. Like it's so personal and intimate. And it's just like, if I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been surprised that there was just like a, a very old British man narrating this film. <laughs>
1: uh, David Attenborough? Yeah.
0: Yeah, David. Yeah, yeah, exactly. From Jurassic Park, yeah.
1: But, yeah,
0: um... Uh, Isn't it Richard Attenborough, or is it David?
1: It's Richard, my bad. Not David. Yeah, okay. I I, I, I don't know why I thought David.
0: Jeez, uh, G- a- ASDF. What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, yeah, um... <laughs> Like we said, um it's our favorite film of twenty twenty. Oh yeah. Um, absolutely phenomenal film. Let's talk about the cinematography, for instance, because this is not a flashy film at all. I'm very no. sure the whole film is essentially um it's essentially handheld, but like there's some there's like some parts where, where it's way more where it's smooth and such, but but I do think that the handheld really like when you pointed out that it was like a documentary, absolutely. I absolutely agree like and the handheld handheld really helped with that and um oh yeah i i genuinely thought i was like and um the cinematography the lighting like the film is not exactly the brightest it's not like like it's not like the um brightest shining star to help fill you with happiness and such it's not no a, it's we're, fucking we're, depressing we're, we're not we're not spoiling it we're not gonna spoil it trust trust us we are not gonna spoil it but um but um, the cinematography really helps lend itself to to how the subject matter and the situations and everything. It, the whole film really lends itself to the concept of abortion and how it is not widely accepted as it should be. Mm-hmm. And, um, and um, it really lends itself completely to that. And that is why I love Eliza Hinton so much. That is why. Because there are these very real topics that she covers not just in this but in um in um how did i forget the name oh my gosh i feel something about
0: love yeah, <laughs> i forgot yeah, it too
1: it, it felt like it felt like love <laughs> uh, like, and it felt like it felt like love obviously teen love very much very much just my gosh i i love eliza hitman with all my being apparently she also she um hold up she went to indiana university in 2001 and then and then she went to then she went to cal arts oh and, wow yeah she went to cal arts and then um and then it premiered never rarely sometimes always premiered at sundance it won the special jury award for Neo Realism, and it was also selected to compete for the golden bear in the main competition section at the 70th berlin international film festival and won silver bear grand jury price the second most prestigious award at the festival oh wow and, and talking about awards i am fucking angry angry this got completely ignored by the oscars i was so upset i knew it was gonna happen but i was upset <laughs> here's the thing
0: who the fuck watches the oscars anymore right what is what That's is watch- oh you do you like,
1: do well, well not not this not this past one I couldn't because of um, the YouTube TV thing that didn't work out, and my Dish. Now we don't have the uh, we don't have the channel to watch it on like ABC. We don't have it anymore. I have no idea how that happened.
0: Oh yeah, my grandma has Dish, and I think it was one of the main three like
1: yeah, NBS
0: or ABC just like completely stopped fucking like showing up on her
1: guide. That she's that, like that's, that's that's probably because um, my parents signed up for the Dish plan that. Uh, what is it um, it only keeps what you watch constantly they probably just got rid of ABC because it's cheaper which I absolutely understand they still use cable TV I have not seen cable TV since the last LDS general conference which is something my religion watches every every t- e- twice every year it sucks I hate mm. it and um, um, what else um, we only watch it then and that's why we keep the channel <sighs> I was so upset. Hmm. You guys were ta- you guys were talking about it live as you guys were watching it, and I was. I wasn't. About- oh, you yeah yeah you weren't you were not. <laughs> um, I, what what were you wanting to what were you trying to do during that? Because we had the movie night on awards too that night. I remember that.
0: To be completely honest, I'm I don't really remember.
1: <laughs> I was probably.
0: Memories. Yeah, I mean. I don't know what do, what do I normally want to do watch movies play video games probably one of those two things. <laughs> but um but yeah uh yeah I love this film it is shot incredibly intimately it just feels like a, a, a journey I guess, but not in, like, we gotta go to Middle Earth and throw the ring into the volcano, that kind of thing. It's it's a very realistic, intimate journey. You just spend this... It's not a very long movie from what no, I remember. It's, it's under two hours, right?
1: Yeah, it's 101 minutes. It's not very
0: yeah. long at all. It's not very long. So it's just, you spend this 100 minutes of your life kind of living somebody else's life in a way you just feel so put into this film and again it's not like a big fantasy world to get lost into it's just real life almost it is a fictional story but it feels real and you just get lost in it you just get so absorbed
1: absolutely that's that's sort of one thing where I like to like I when I heard, when I hear praise for this movie I hear constantly you're like a fly in the wall like you are in that room Exactly you are in there with her and ab- that that, ab- that 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 describes it completely absolutely Mhm absolutely. I
0: should have used that term I wasn't thinking of expressions to use but yeah fly on the wall is a good
1: one Yeah yeah like you like the camera being used you are there you are there and and yeah um, it was on HBO Max for a while, actually. When I When, yeah. I, when I first got it, when I first got it, um, which was all the way back when Godzilla vs Kong was still having its 30-day thing, like all the way back in March, hmm. I think. I think it was March. It was, it
0: was around there. I got it right before, like a week before Zack Snyder's Justice League released, so I also got it in March.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was it? Uh, it was on there, and then it left at the end of that month. Um, I watched it twice then, and I my five out of five rating still still it still stands. I fucking love that movie. I'm so angry. It didn't it didn't get nominated for best picture? <laughs> yeah, no yeah Oscars.
0: I am. Oscars are a fucking joke, and they have been for the last however many fucking years. I've never seen a good Oscars. To be honest with you,
1: I hear that, but uh. Um, I'm wait I don't I don't hate them as much. We're going to have, to have an Oscars talk. You know, <laughs> you know, you yes, to we to are. We're to to- it's, not, it's not today? But put,
0: put the put in the episode title, never really sometimes always and then in parentheses and also kind of the Oscars.
1: Kind of the Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> but um, um what was it? Yeah, uh, I fucking just, snub bro. Yeah, I got yeah, I got snubbed real hard. It, and what are all the categories I think it should have been nominated in? I think it should have been nominated for best All picture. of them. Yeah, best picture. Honestly, best picture. Um. um director. Best, best, best director. Best lead actress. Best, yes, best, best lead actress. Um, best supporting actress. I really, Skyler was awesome in this. I love her, her cousin.
0: Her cousin, uh, or yeah, she was great too.
1: I loved her, and um, uh, what else? What else? What else? Uh, best original screenplay. It's one of my like I, I I love it. I absolutely I absolutely adore it. And mm-hmm. um uh, what else was there? I'm not, there wasn't much of a score, was there? There's not one I can remember.
0: Not anything crazy. There may have been some soft.
1: Yeah, there may have been some, c- Yeah, some softer. Yeah, some yeah some some, some so- a softer theme for sure probably, but man, I don't remember there being. I don't remember there being uh, that. To the-
0: be honest, I've seen it one time, and okay. I don't know if I ever want to watch it again it's one of those movies that it i experienced it and i loved it and it's a 10 out of fucking 10 and i love every single thing about it but i just i i feel like it should be left alone you know it's like it's like uh i'm not thinking of any analogies right now but it's just like you experienced it and it was so intimate and I don't know if I'll get that same feeling again so I'm hesitant to watch it again
1: as I say I um the first time absolutely yeah absolutely I could think there's some truth into that there is nothing as as close like as the first time you watch this but I when I watched it the other two times I just I just couldn't help but appreciate it so much more man I just I just couldn't mm. But yeah, this, just those categories, I think it should have been nominated. Really, really sad. Didn't it didn't didn't even get nominated. But hey, that's just the Oscars, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I mean,
0: what the fuck else came out in 2020? That was I get I, I haven't seen Minari, but I heard it was really good Minari, and I do want to watch Min, it.
1: Min, Minati is, is awesome. It's genuinely yeah.
0: fucking amazing. Nomad Land. I haven't seen it either.
1: I thought you, no, no, Faceless did. Face, that's right, that's right, Faceless.
0: Empty Man, according to Faceless. <laughs> I didn't hold see up, that one me, either.
1: Well, let me let me pull up the M um, list right here. I actually have the M um, list for Best Picture. And all and all the, I remember them all, Um I remember them all, they just, uh, what is it? They were either nominated for nearly every category or they were close to it. Hold up, mm. let me find it real quick. Um, 2021's Best Picture ranked, um, I already have one. Of right, um, there's a Minati, There's Sound of Metal. There's The Father. There's Judas and the Black Messiah. There's Nomad Land. There's Promising a Woman. There's Child Chicago Seven. And there's Mank. And all of these, I remember these getting a lot of nominations. The ones I can, the only one I can think of that didn't really have that much is either Chicago Seven or Mank. Because Mank, the only one I remember for those are um, Sound. I believe it was nominated for Sound. If it was on. Please correct me. Didn't make
0: get a screenplay credit or award or nomination?
1: Probably, probably did, because because it's Hollywood, um, yeah, old Hollywood. Um, cinema cinematography, probably it probably got on me for that. Yeah, it it, it looks pretty darn great. Um, actually, I actually this might be a hot take, but I think this, it's Fincher's best looking film. I I, mm. I, loved, I I loved it. I absolutely loved it.
0: Um, the movie itself, I thought was fine. You know, yeah, it was...
1: yeah, yeah I mean, like. I love how it looks. Like I gave it three out of five stars. I don't. I gave that.
0: it three. I gave it three stars. Also, we have the exact same rating for Monk or Mink, whatever. Monk. I I always I always wanted it to sound like Monk, but it's it's Mink.
1: Yeah. It's, Mankiewicz. Yeah. And um, best lead actor, best supporting actress, which I do, which I do think should, I do think that that that, that um that she had in the bag. Although I am not mad at who at who won um um at who won best supporting actress which was um oh my gosh I cannot pronounce that probably Yun Yuzhong, um the grandma from from Minari and she absolutely uh, deserved it absolutely she was fucking hmm. amazing
0: nice yeah i need a i need to do a little more 2020 catch up soon
1: yeah. but um get all that best picture also it probably got not Namib- yeah best director best director I think.
0: Hmm. yeah i mean I'm glad Sound of Metal was recognized because that movie was also yes, very fucking good. It, it's similar to Never Early Sometimes in some ways, although it does feel a little more fake just because I had no idea who the fuck Sydney Flanagan was before watching NRSA, but I knew who Riz Ahmed was and I knew who Olivia Cook was. So it took me out of the movie just a tiny bit knowing the actors for Sound of Metal
1: that's sort of one of my favorite things about, um, that's one of my favorite things about Never Really Sometimes Always is, um, is um, uh, Eliza Hittman. She, she just, she found a singer, Cindy Flanagan, and she just went, I want you to star in my movie. I want you to be. Me. And Cindy Flanagan, kicked, she never, apparently she never acted before, if, if that's wrong. For any listener who knows, please let me know. Uh, I'd love, I love to be proven wrong because, hot damn, was she fucking awesome in this.
0: Oh, movie.
1: fantastic! And um, there was one scene. We're not gonna say what it is. We're not gonna spoil it. There's one scene where I just thought, where, no, not that one. Oh, it's not that one. <laughs> no, I'm glad you guys aren't seeing the um the zoom right now. <laughs> I'm glad you got because I I was looking at it. I was like I was like Jesus, dude, not that one. No, no, the um um we're not gonna say what it is. But there's but when if you guys do watch it, there is one scene where a lot where Eliza. And Sydney worked together so so well that I genuinely thought I was watching someone real like like this like 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 BC said documentary like you were in there like the fly in the wall that was a moment that really proved it to me like like this film is very special and we <clears throat> must have more films like this not just talking about abortion but something that that is this intimate this close this <clears throat> this well this, this film was very well thought out if you ask me I've heard some people oh, yeah. say that, that that it that it seems to meander around, and I don't think so. I definitely, it's simple, but it is but it's breathtakingly and smartly simple. Like like yeah. how, like there are like like it's a journey. There is more than one thing exactly. There, there there's more thing there's more than one thing that happens, but it is nothing to too complicated to think about. I, I'm not going to say this film is relatively simple because, who oh boy, this... The first time I watched it, was a real, it was a really hard watch, but I absolutely, yeah. absolutely adored it. It is a very... It's not a simple watch, but it is definitely not a complicated film. Absolutely not. And the beauty in it is its simplicity. I don't think calling a film simple, depending on the context, is bad.
0: Because no, it's, it's not. Absolutely. I like... I mean, like thriller, let's say thrillers. I prefer a lean, tight, 90-minute thriller
1: compared to
0: a three-hour, I don't know, whatever. But yeah, I (laughs) I like, I mean, some movies are perfectly amazing being super long and drawn out and expanded. But there are some movies that you're just like, 90 minutes, perfect, you know, just tight, taut, you know, all the words to describe that
1: absolutely there depending on the story a really good runtime can make or can make or break a runtime time to really make or break a film i definitely mm-hmm. do not think this film overstayed its welcome in fact i really missed it when it was gone i was like no i think it was honestly
0: the perfect amount of time because you spend you know close to two hours
1: yeah close yeah close yeah
0: close to two hours in it and i think that was pretty perfect it doesn't draw out anything that doesn't need to be drawn out again i I kind of see where some of those complaints about meandering are although i didn't feel like it was meandering until after i watched it it was like when i'm in the movie it doesn't feel meandering at all but then afterwards i'm like could five minutes been could have been cut out Eh, maybe but you know it's it's so good in the moment that you don't really are not really thinking about it
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I hear I I hear that. I hear that. I like even as like when we're talking about it now, I I see what people mean, but I didn't think it was meandering. I still don't think it is. I think it's just everything that happens on the journey happens. Not for a reason, because this film is definitely it's definitely it just happens and I was Mm -hmm. all I was along the ride for it. Although I understand the complaints. I absolutely understand. But yeah, other than that, um, what else I want to talk about? Uh, the like we already talked about uh we already talked partly about the performances. Sydney Flanagan is genuinely oh my goodness. I like, didn't even she's, I didn't
0: know who
1: she was. I never knew who she was. I and, she's and, goddamn
0: like, she's she has to be a goddamn star. Yeah. Like she has to be after this.
1: Yeah. I and I, I hope so. I hope so. I, I hope I hope oh. she gets into more acting. I really hope so. Because she's really, really I know really
0: Yeah, I know like You know, big budget movies have the thing where they just take these indie actors and directors and throw them into the limelight and possibly make their careers less about acting and more about being in franchises or whatever. But I will say, if they reboot Teen Titans again, but like slightly older Teen Titans, like mid-twenties Titans, um, I would really love Sidney Flanagan to play Raven.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I think she'd be great at that.
1: Yeah,
0: I think she'd be a great Raven in Teen Titans.
1: But yeah, um, most of the praise does go to um Sydney Flanagan, but 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 not all of it should go to her. I think Talia Ryder, the actress for Skyler, her her cousin. Her cousin, Abs- yeah. Absolutely, I think she was. I think she was pretty freaking great. Pretty
0: oh, she's great. fantastic too. Yeah.
1: Ab- absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I just she. And was who was the,
0: the um? who's the guy they met up with?
1: Theodore. Ben-Erin. Um it's a it's a French name. It's a French person. Hmm. Um, he was in Boy Erased. Absolutely, absolutely phenomenal in that. If you've have you seen Boy Erased on BC?
0: Um, I'm trying to think. That had does it have Lucas Hedges?
1: Lucas. I could... uh, Hedges, hold up, hold up. Yep, that's right. And Nicole Kidman, Russell Crowe, yeah. Joel Edgerton. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. I've seen the trailer for it. I haven't seen the full film yet.
1: I recommend you watch it. It's really hmm. good. I gave it a four out of five. I, I see why people give it five though. I, I absolutely see why. But um mm. but anyway, um Theodore the, or Theodore I'm very, because the, the I am not a, sure
0: to be honest with you. The, like, the, probably
1: the, the, he has an accent mark and I'm just like mm. uh, I think the I think Theodore. Yeah, probably Theodore. Um, but yeah, he was pretty good. Um um we're not gonna say who he was. Uh, legit, like we're only gonna we're only gonna give what the bio says. <laughs> we're only gonna yeah. give what the bio says. Um um, I have not seen a trailer for this movie. I had never seen a I have not either. I've like, never seen a trailer. I Even to this day, I haven't seen a trailer. I'm just thinking about something. I mean, yeah,
0: same. I haven't watched it. I mean, there's no point after watching the movie in my opinion.
1: Yeah, but, um, like, for example, uh, for this, like, for this episode, I knew I wanted to watch the trailer for, for the movie just to, just to see what we could spoil just in case anyone had seen the trailer, or if we tell them, yo, go see the trailer since it, if it doesn't spoil too much. I don't have that. <laughs> I don't have that information. But um but yeah, uh the acting department was very was very full of really of really great performances. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And um the look of the film is absolutely awesome. Um Eliza Hitman, you are a you are a gift from God himself. <laughs> I really I I'm really excited to check out I'm really excited to check out her other film. Uh I need
0: to check out her other films. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, need check those out, and um, apparently, I'm Barry Jenkins of um, of um, Moonlight fame, Moonlight fame. I have no idea why I didn't think Moonlight, I was thinking about the Beal Street one. Beale Street.
0: Oh, Beal Street guitar,
1: yeah, that's no, It's a Beal Street, yeah. Um, Barry Jenkins produced this, and oh, um, nice, yeah, yeah, like that's I think that's genuinely awesome, and uh, yeah, um, I think that sort of covers it. Of since we don't want to spoil anything. All we, all we have to say, I'm very sure BC will agree with me here, that this film, that we give a wholehearted recommendation for anyone who is curious about the film, anyone who, anyone who doesn't know what it is, and who's listening to this, or, or you have someone who is, or someone who, who might be, who might be, who's on the fence of the, of the issue of abortion, who might be on the fence, you shouldn't this film. Yeah, I think I think this film is genuinely great.
0: Mm, it's a great, honestly. Um, I don't know what the fuck is up with the education system and being so scared to show kids anything that is slightly R-rated or whatever. Because this film should be used as a learning, ex- like it, for high schoolers. I think high schoolers should be shown this film.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I also think that, that that sex ed should be held, but it's not, but there's nowhere in the world where sex ed's actually that great. So, yeah. So we gotta work on but, that too.
0: I mean, I'm not saying it's like a documentary about
1: yeah, abortion. Documentary. Yeah, yeah, it's not a documentary at all. It just feels that way. When it
0: feels like, like a documentary, documentary and it feels so intimate and attached to what's going on and it does really show you how, I'm trying to word this so it doesn't sound weird or anything. But like what someone can go through at this younger stage in their life, they make this mistake. And there have been movies about this before. Juno' probably the most popular one. But Juno's just, you know, you know, kind of more of a comedy. This is really the first time that I've seen this portrayed on screen in a way that just made me feel so it just felt so raw and real
1: absolutely yeah I, I, I absolutely i absolutely agree um i do love i do love watching some of these um some of these kinds of films where where it's just teens they're in very scary situations and they're mm-hmm. teens they're teens they're in very it's like i'm not saying that that everything should be followed because there's a lot of um like for example um everything that happens in this movie by like that i absolutely agree that this should be shown to teens across across the world um not to follow in its footsteps but to be way more aware
0: you know well there are literally scenes of nurses telling her what could happen and what's going to happen and how they do things and it's just like But it never feels, like, exposition-y or, like, meandering. It's – but it also acts as a teaching to girls who may be going through this.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, this is – I'm not going to say this is fully educational because this is a piece of of, of art. It's
0: not, you know, it's – like I said, it's not made for educational purposes, but it can work in that way.
1: Yeah, Uh. yeah, absolutely, um, unless unless Eliza Hitman made that, made that, made that, unless she's- Or maybe that,
0: she did, maybe she yeah. fully intended it to be that way, but like, from when, when when, I watched it, I'm like, I don't think it's made for educational purposes, but it is, I think it can be
1: used. Absolutely, absolutely, I know. If I ever have children, I'm gonna, I, I definitely want them, I definitely want them to watch this. That's oh when yeah, they're, when, I, they're, when they're when they're when they're teens.
0: a little older, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna show them when they're four.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> that'd be yeah. a, that'd be um.
1: They wouldn't know <laughs> what's going on. They wouldn't know. Yeah,
0: that would be bad. Yeah, but,
1: but uh, um, yeah, that's sort of that sort of yeah, And like, I'm
0: trying to th- um think of one more thing. Um, this came out. Didn't Unpregnant come out the exact same year as this, 2020?
1: No, it, or was that?
0: Was it 2019?
1: Let me think. Let me think. Oh my gosh, hold up. I think I can get this. To you. Crap, I had to look now. I'm very sure it came out in 2021. I'm pregnant. I, yeah, I'm. I'm very sure it came out in 2021. Because. Hmm. Hold up. Let me see. I'm gonna check my 2021 <laughs> ranking real quick. Um. Uh, hold on. BC entertain them.
0: Oh. Um. Yeah, I was just going to say, I was going to compare this to Unpregnant, because I thought they came out both in 2020, and they both kind of have somewhat similar premises, but the, you know, the differences, Unpregnant, like Juno, is more just a comedy, Um, and the movie itself is fine. I mean, Unpregnant is a decent movie and whatever, but, like, it's not, it doesn't feel all that real. There's a couple scenes in that movie that do feel pretty real and they're very well handled, but never really sometimes always is just such a real experience. Um, Whereas I'm pregnant, I'm not saying that serious subject matter has to always be dealt with seriously. Some of the best comedy comes from spoofing on serious subject matter, but at the same time, you're watching a movie like I'm Pregnant and you're just like, can you grow up a little bit? Like there's, there's this whole thing with this Christian family that's literally, there's like a car chase with a Christian family who's trying to, um, apprehend know. the girls. It's fucking stupid. Cause I'm like, nobody in their right mind, no matter what their views are on abortion would literally car chase two teenage girls it is the fucking dumbest thing so
1: i don't know it seems, yeah it seems pretty realistic to me it seems pretty realistic to me if my sister's got an abortion my parents would would, would track them down my. okay
0: your parents but these girls their parents aren't around it's just this random family that they don't know
1: yeah 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 i, I hear that yeah yeah i hear you and you were right 2020 you were absolutely right. I thought it was. I have no idea what made me think it was 2021. I remember it's an it's an HBO Max release. So I just mm-hmm. thought to myself. So I just thought to myself. I watched it on HBO Max. I watched it this year, and I'm just thinking to myself, like. But yeah, yeah, you're yeah, you're right. Yeah, it it came out in 2020. It is um, the only reason why you can't compare the two is because they're both getting abortions. Because because they both have they both deal with abortion, and um, that's why amazing. I was. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I absolutely understand. But um, mm-hmm. but um, there's also a film this year called Plan B. I have not seen it Ooh. yet. It talk- it's mm-hmm. on it's Hulu. It talks it talks about it talks about getting an abortion. A girl she has sex for the first time and they find the condom inside her, which means that everything inside the condom is inside, which means she could get pregnant. They want to get a Plan B from on the from the pharmacy store and they can't get it, so they have to go. They had to go on a journey to, uh, to either get the plan B or get an abortion. I don't – I remember watching the trailer. It is completely comedy-based, completely. Oh, okay. Completely. Again,
0: comedy. like, like I said, serious subject matters can sometimes lead to great comedy. It's just – it's nice to have a film like this where it is so – I'm not saying like every single scene is super depressing because there are some scenes that do feel a little like there are moments of levity in, in RSA, but it deals with it very seriously. Whereas movies like Unpregnant Juno, and I guess it's plan B, which I've never even heard about, but I may check it out are definitely, that, again, they still have some serious moments, but they're definitely more comedy based. And so it's nice to have a, a choice what you want to watch. Do you want to watch a more comedy-based one or a very serious one?
1: And I'll, and I'll tell you guys right now, Unpregnant, I do agree that this is, that the mature subject matter, I absolutely agree that it can be twist and turned to, a, to a comedy. Absolutely. I do find that, um, I do find Unpregnant um, to be, to be def- definitely the more comedic side of it. It handles it way more comedically. But like, there's like a spectrum here with the I haven't seen Plan B. I plan to hey, plan. Um, <laughs> the more comedy side is Plan B. The middle is um, Unpregnant and, and Juno probably in the middle. G- yeah, absolutely, and Juno and any other somewhat comedy based films that we could that that deal with this subject matter about teen pregnancy that we can fit in there. And then the furthest one I can think of right now, off the top of my head is never rarely sometimes always i absolutely agree that there is a spectrum i and mm-hmm. i love that i love that for the for the subject i love that for this for this genre of um of um of teens just trying to find their way through their through everything through their future they think about it everything like that like mm-hmm. this is it's very it's very mature it's very mature um not just subject matter but like it's a very mature spectrum of films all of them mm-hmm. the, the same way but but um how how you can enjoy it in different increments throughout the films absolutely i i i adore that so much. i, I love it and um, probably
0: yeah, yeah. uh r- real quick just going back to the cinematography portion of the video what i really love about this film is that it will linger on shots of the main character and sometimes her cousin you know it's not always just uh Flanagan but like there are these scenes where it just lingers on her she's not really talking she's not really doing much she's just kind of sitting there but just her performance the camera captures so many emotions going on within her where it's just like Oh, you, you may think, oh, she's just staring out a window and kind of frowning a little bit. But I see so much more in those scenes, and I'm wondering if you got that same feeling.
1: That was one other, that was like kind of the last point I wanted to point out with this was um, this, like when we talk about the film, we're talking about how the film is very much, it's not minimalist because you go across the states. You go across mm-hmm. states, you go, you go on a bus, you, you go in the subway. Uh,
0: Planes, like, trains, automobiles. John Candy, fucking shit. <laughs> no, I love that movie. I'm joking.
1: Yeah. Um, but um, to, but um, that was sort of the last point I wanted to point out was um, was um, this is a like I'm not gonna say it's incredibly slow because it is a slow film. It does it is a slow burn, and it doesn't really have that big uh, climax. Not really. It's not really not a really. kind of film, not that kind of film. But. Its excellence is in those small moments. I'm really glad you pointed that out, BC, because because um those are my favorite parts of the film. When oh same when, when it's yeah. just when it's just the when it's just the characters. You have like you don't have but you do have to you you don't have to make much of an effort to to see in their face what is happening, what they are thinking. You can see it completely in their eyes, their face, and from the situation. All the context clues that you've learned in school or wherever that those are taken to extreme here which is why it was why i love the film so much it's not really, it's not dialogue driven it's not that giant. no like, not like, at when, all when you when you think this like, is
0: this is yeah. not mumblecore no absolutely.
1: at all absolutely like like um there are there are, there are lines absolutely and there are definitely long conversations but the film the majority of it is really just in the acting and that's why i love it so much
0: it the takes, facial acting yeah it,
1: it takes that chance to trust the audience to mm-hmm. to not to not say what's happening in their heads it's just the it's just the it's just the actors everyone the cast it's i feel like popular.
0: any other movie about this would have her narrate and like it be her thoughts and whatever, but I'm so glad it wasn't because you get so much more of an emotional impact when you can fill in the thoughts in her head while just watching her.
1: Absolutely, I absolutely agree. Um, that's this film is one of the biggest is one of the biggest examples I I I would think of when I hear when I hear someone going like, "What's a film I could watch that trusts their audience?" That that does oh spend- yeah. This is definitely one of the biggest ones for me. It's one of the more that's one thing I also that was another thing I wanted to point out. What's up? This is one of the most subtlest films I've seen with like for example, um, there's a shot here where where they where 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 an, where an operation's happening, not like something is happening. I'm not gonna say what it is, but um <laughs> the camera moves around like this mm-hmm. and and um and Flanagan's character looks to where where the camera is, yeah, because it's the only solace she has, and it's with us, the audience, the people who chose to watch this, the people who who chose to to see what is happening, what she's feeling, what she's thinking. It is genuinely, it's one of the most brilliant pieces of cinematography I've ever seen.
0: And it's, it's just and with it's,
1: this one shot. It's just yeah. That. It's awesome. you
0: know, not every movie has to be fucking deacon's fincher shit like those are great i'm not putting those down at all but this something about this is just so fantastic it's fantastic yes,
1: absolutely the film is genuinely it's a one of a kind that i cannot believe that we have I'm yeah i'm so glad we have it i'm so glad
0: it's so fucking good bro it's
1: so it's so great it's so great so um after all this discussion I know I already revealed my, my, and I'm very sure you revealed your rating. Yeah. But <laughs> we're getting closer to the end of this episode. So we want to give you guys a rating and a wholehearted recommendation. So my rating is five out of five, A plus, um, 10 out of 10, um, seven out of seven, Garden Gnomes. However you rate it, I I definitely think that this is a genuinely perfect movie. I think this film is genuinely awesome it's a masterpiece and I cannot wait to see what Eliza Hitman does next what do you think BC
0: Fucking sucked I fucking hated this movie <laughs> uh, this is total <laughs> bullshit uh, no I'm joking this movie's fucking great
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I hope and I, I knew, sold that well I
1: was, I was like you, you sold it a little bit and then I realized that you were joking I was like I was, I was like you motherfucker. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I just talked about how much I loved it for an hour fucking straight. And then all of a sudden, zero out of (laughs) ten. No, but yeah, um, I'm definitely going to have to go um, ten out of ten crochet mallets. Is that? No, not crochet. Croquet. What's the fucking thing with the mallets? And you hit the balls through the, the, is it croquet?
1: I think it's, yeah, I think it's, croquet might be the one with knitting. Um, cricket. I cricket, thought that was cricket, crochet. Cricket, 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 It's cricket. Cricket. With the, with the mallets, the cricket. That's right. Okay. Yeah. From heathers. From heathers. From think of it like heathers. Yeah,
0: that's what. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The the thing with the the mallets and the ball going through the little ring. I be, yeah, I, ten.
1: I was gonna say. I believe. I believe it's. I believe it's cricket.
0: All right. Ten out of ten cricket mallets. I don't. I don't fucking. Know. I'm trying to think of <laughs> random shit I can rate this with. Uh, ten out of ten. Sydney Flanagan's. And each, and each Sydney Flanagan is a ten out of ten on its own.
1: That's a hundred. It's a hundred for you.
0: It's a hundred percent amazing. One hundred on Rotten Tomatoes. Let's...
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, actually, it's at ninety nine. It's actually at
0: ninety nine. It's at nine. It bump it up. Whoever. Me, Yo, you and I, we need to fucking get. Uh, I don't know how to become a actual like critic on Rotten Tomatoes, but we need to do that and bump it up to a hundred.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. Remember, that, remember Paddington 2? That one fucking fuck who gave... Who, someone found a negative review and really thought, I'm gonna put it here just to fuck with Paddington 2's perfect score.
0: I haven't seen either of the Paddingtons, to be completely honest with you. I know, I know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry!
1: I'm sorry, I've seen, I've seen other great movies. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill you! I didn't
0: watch the movie with the British bear, okay?
1: But yeah, uh, but yeah. Um, to sum up, Never Really Sometimes Always is an amazing 2020 film. Amazing. That the best one out of all yeah. of them. Yes, absolutely. Best film I saw in 2020. Best thing I've seen in 2020. Honestly, like best best piece of media I have consumed in 2020. Like like like. that that was released in 2020. I don't know. It what-
0: is better than watching an actual abortion. I will say that. Yeah.
1: Uh, that Ooh. We had to talk about we had to we had oh my gosh one day we, have we have to talk, talk about
0: Freaky the other best film of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Vive la, la Freaky!
1: But but uh, but to keep with the um, the um, teen pregnancy thing or just pregnancy overall, we have to talk about Unplanned. It is one of my least favorite films I've ever seen, and um, you, you have to watch it. You know Pure Flix?
0: Oh it's a fucking one with the this is us girl. Chris Met Mets Chrissy Metz.
1: I don't know. I don't know her name, but I know exactly what you're talking about. So yeah, the we had to, to talk about it at some point. At some point. It just has had I haven't fucking now. seen it. It, it is not it's not gonna be now, because now I really had to pee and I really want to end the episode. So, <laughs> so we're gonna so we're gonna end it here with this. Never really sometimes always is a film released in 2020 and BC and die wholeheartedly recommend it to anyone who is curious anyone who is going through teen pregnancy or has or or knows someone with teen pregnancy to sway anyone on the abortion side on on the abortion anyone who's on the fence of abortion or or literally just to watch just because we're going crazy about it honestly one one of of my favorite films um (laughs) like it's oh yeah it's it's in in my my top 100 it's, yeah, it's, it's like
0: on my. It's probably like definitely. it's probably like top thirty. You know, it's it's really up there.
1: Yeah, yeah, I absolutely, yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, on on my letterbox, by the way, which is at ASCF Batman, the A and A, then the A and Astiff is capitalized, and B and Batman is capitalized as well. Um, I have a list of favorites. If I were to rank them, this would probably be in the top. This would probably be in the top fifteen. Probably top ten. Probably top ten. Honestly, I oh wow, yeah, movie, with all my being. with all my being.
0: Yeah, my. Uh, can I shout out my stuff real quick?
1: Absolutely, dude, dude, absolutely. Okay, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna make a little, little intro for that. It's just, hey guys, uh, the B, the BC, not only is a friend of mine, he is also a content creator. BC, tell them what you got, and tell them where they can find you.
0: Uh, you can check out my OnlyFans. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, some oh, shit. Getting... It's
1: some hot chick. It's some hot
0: chick. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is very hot. Um, I'm joking. Um, yeah, letterbox is the underscore BC. B, both the B and the C are both capitalized. And my YouTube channel is also the BC. And I'm pretty much the BC wherever I go. <laughs> so
1: absolutely, I don't even know his real name. I I legit don't even know his real name. <laughs> I just um, know BC. I just, my name oh. is
0: um. Dick Smalley. That's
1: my name. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, so that's the end of that episode. Thank you all so much for, for listening to this. Thank you. Thank you all so much. Thank you, BC, for being my first guest episode and probably my next one. Thank you very You're much welcome. for being here. I love it. I have nothing
0: else to do. <laughs> I'm here because he forced me at gunpoint please help me. I'm being kidnapped. I don't know this person. I don't know who the fuck this is. Please let me out.
1: Yes. Um, uh, so if you want to see him live to the next guest episode, please, 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 listen. Please, please let, let me, me live. Please let me one. live. Spread this podcast as far out as you can. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much. We'll see you in the next one. I'm ASDF Batman. He's the BC. Take a piss already! You just finished ASDF Batman's Working Title Podcast. Thank you. Good night. Good morning. Goodbye. Bro, I'm gonna sing into that boy pussy so hard.
0: Thanks. Appreciate it, bro. I, I really needed a good singing in my asshole.